It is Friday the 6th of July 2018 and this is episode 336 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to a sunny episode. I am Chris and joined by Ian. Hello, Ian. Uh, good evening. I almost called you um, sausage for some reason. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why. Wow. It's going to see you cook a lot of sausage. Uh, I am in an oven, pretty much. Yeah. It's 28 degrees outside right now and it's not a comfortable place to be. So it's kind of just as well. This is probably going to be the shortest ever podcast. Yeah. So even though it's like a couple of weeks, I'm... Independence Day and there's just not much up. Independence Day, uh, the football's taken everyone's attention. No one really cares. It's sunny outside. People are chilling. They're not. What they're football? not talking. Yeah, what football? They're not talking tech. Are you not absorbed and engrossed in the football? I'm enjoying it. Okay, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's coming home for me. Ooh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I should say some insightful football comment, but I don't have them. Oh, you could be a pundit then. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> I could do as good a job. Yes, always yeah. knowing the result after the result has finished. All you basically have to do is like moan, but see you're supporting England, and then at the end, jump around the studio, throw bits of paper in the air, and and be like lose your voice. Yeah, that's how I could do that. And just go, oh mate, this is the best. I thing knew ever. that was going to happen, even though before the match, I said that wasn't going to happen. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Right then, let's do some news. Uber has been back in the uh, back on the news because they have been given a 15-month probationary license. So this was after having been told that their license would be removed. Um, but TFL has kind of come forward and said, we've seen that you have made some uh, improvements, enough that we will give you that 15-month probationary license. Um, obviously, all the people that were up- upset before are now going to be upset again. Yeah, so the, the the taxi people who were all like, yay, well done, Transport for London are now like, boo, sellouts. And I, I, I just get it, but it feels like there's a bit, just been, we're going to grandstand, um, we're going to go to court, because um, everybody knew what they were doing was wrong anyway. So, and and was... while they were doing the court case, they obviously still had their licence, they weren't stopped from operating. Exactly. Uh, when they did try and, you know, when as soon as it was announced that they would be losing it, pretty much the whole of the paying taxi public were like no please don't uh so yeah. yes they, this is lip service but i guess for good reason and hopefully the outcome of it will be a that them you know being forced to pay more attention and to to safety and and legislation i guess yeah and um and, and i mean to be fair i mean we're a bit flippant i mean transport for london i mean when they were in court they did say that there'd been insufficient time you know it's like it's only been you know, what, six months or something mm. like that since they were through the licence and it's not, you know, you can change you can change colours very quickly and then just, you know, reverse a whole lot of it very quickly. And 15 um, months so- will be gone in no time and then we'll know a bit more then, I guess. Um, I, I don't see them disappearing anywhere. I would like, but, you know, no. we've talked for months about how there's a dirty air around Uber and it does seem like that's tidying itself away a little bit. Certainly we've not had the news stories that we had at the time. No, it was... It, it... I don't know. It just seemed to be they were fair game. Um, lots, yeah. lots of people came forward. There's lots of stories. Kick them while they're down, and, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was easy. And um, and then you know, obviously, Transport for London came out and said, actually, we're going to, you know, we're going to withdraw the license, but they can instantly appeal. So it was almost like 
that's, that's why that's why it feels all about choreographed. Yes, it does. Even feel, the yes. fact it's like you know, there's it's half a million costs, and they were like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, because, half a million, <laughs> it's nothing, is it? Well, it's probably it's probably because it's the, they were in every paper. Yeah. So, so there was probably lots of people. I always see lots of people who hadn't heard of Uber, but maybe that's not true now. Probably everybody knows what Uber I is, think but. So. You know, and also it's become it's become a verb like Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I think choreographed so, is very yeah is the right word in this particular situation. Um, PUBG, we well, it's ages since we've talked about lawsuits and suing and all those kind of things, but we're <laughs> going to talk a bit about it today. Um, PUBG has dropped its lawsuit against uh, Fortnite, so I think we talked about this either last week or maybe the week before. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they were they were suing on similarities and concept and how it had ripped off. You know, they said uh, Fortnite ripped off their their game, um, uh, which it kind of did, but. It was kind of unusual to go to court because that's kind of you know games and genres in games that it happens all the time. At the end of the day, it's a first-person shooter, and okay, it's a multiplayer one, but then we've had that before as well. Anyway, they have now decided to drop that. It's not quite clear though what the agreement between the two companies was. No, um, so there's a the Chinese company Tencent owns um, a bit of both: forty percent Epic Games and five percent of Bluehole, which is a terrible name. Um, which is, which is, which is like five percent. That's the PUBG company. Yeah. Um, so similarly, they were in talks to buy more of Bluehole. So probably money's talked. Yeah, and they, you know, Wi-Fi ourselves kind of thing. <laughs> Interestingly, there's been a massive update to PUBG on, um, I think, on PC. And it looks like they have right stolen back <laughs> all the good ideas from Fortnite as well. So a lot of the interface um, and snazziness and slickness around how the actual game looks from an interface point of view is now taken from Fortnite and put into PUBG. So I'm, maybe there's a bit of tit for tat there as well. Um, but yeah, and I think there was also... Yeah, I mean, I think there was Epic Games owned the rendering engine and there was also talk yes. about... Was that also the reason why PUBG were trying to sue? Is that you know they're worried about uh, will Epic give them the support that they need? You know, as a as a as a what was a small developer, I'm guessing they're not anymore. Um, to you know to support the Unreal Engine, but I, I don't personally, I don't think there was ever any. I think you know they're making so much money off of their Unreal Engine that I don't think there would there's any risk of that. But no, no, I, I, I mean the one thing I'd read was the kind of so in, in, in Fortnite when you get pwned, which is just every game for me. Yeah. <laughs> the um, you know, you get little characters dancing away and all that kind of thing. So, so PUBG's just added that, which seems a bit strange for something that was trying to be all too realistic. You're banned in the middle of nowhere, and you shoot somebody, you can start doing a little boogie dance. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> seemingly, mind you, we've seen was... we've seen recorded footage of people doing that in 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 cells around the world. Well, I was, I was, I was going to say there was a lot of teabagging in Halo, and I'm sure that wasn't, um, <laughs> that was never planned. Um, the, the, the guy behind behind PUBG reckons the code was written 18 months ago, and they're only just getting around to deploying it and making proof. Oh, it's like yeah, whatever. Mm. Um, it's, it, the, it's the right result, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because we talked about it and said this is wrong. And what I'm most intrigued about is. We will be in six months' time when you've had Battlefield and, and Call of Duty. Yeah, some real their... big names coming into yeah. the field, and that's going to have some. You know, you're going to have that many millions of people just buying that game anyway, and then suddenly, if if they absolutely nail it, which they might do, you know, there's, you know, at the end of the day, a pretty game is, you know, that's got good mechanic and and shooting that people can work with. 
uh, you know, it could work. Yeah, and the fact college is it's always had a single player game, and I mean, I know a lot of people played it for it, but this year's is just solely multiplayer. Mm. So there'll be people picking it up just because it's college There'll be people playing it online, and there'll be lots of people going, "Oh, it's got a battle royale," and it's already got its competitive scene as well, which might be quite interesting for that as well. Uh, yeah, so that uh, as I said, six months from now, early next year, it'll just be, you know, who's who's winning. I still, it feels like Fortnite's got such a big track for me fortnite's won the battle but i still see that they're i you know i personally don't like the building inside of fortnite i rather it was a bit more standard i think that there's that's too big a part of that game and if you don't do it you can't you can't like get get along really i agreed and i just find the mechanic and my my slow old brain doesn't can't work quick enough to keep switching backwards and forwards and get everything done it's real high paced you know i i will i will own up to a terrible confession oh I've been pricing up gaming PCs. Mm, interesting. Yeah, okay. I got one downstairs. It just sits there doing nothing. There you go. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to buy? Yeah. I'll sit there and do nothing. <laughs> exactly. Um, and on on patent wars again, uh, remember Apple and Samsung were fighting it out? Well, turns out they've been fighting it out for an awfully long time and they have just agreed to stop that fight now, basically. So for, you know, we... <laughs> We used to talk about patents every single week and it used to get very boring. We got bored of it. But actually, things can't... Remember Henry? Henry was our patent lawyer. He was. He, he knew his stuff. Um, yeah, it calmed down. And actually, these there was a couple of bubbling away and this this was one of them. Um, but the sounds like there's been... A, they've, they've settled everything and it, it sounds like something like half a, half a million quid or something like that as, as past hands. Yeah, half a billion. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Half a <laughs> still, I would still say Samsung is up on that uh, that particular relationship. Uh, undoubtedly, if you go if you go back in time to where what Apple was selling and what Samsung was selling, yeah, exactly. They and... they closed the gap quick, and now they make a lot of money, so it's definitely worth their while having done that. Um, and I I guess that's going to work, Apple. But nevertheless, now that that's gone, it's just you know, I guess it just saves them lower costs, which is nice. Yeah, I don't know if it does hurt them that much. I know, I know, it was one of the things at Jobs. Even I, I actually watched the, I watched the launch of the iPhone again because one of the guys I worked with had sent it through. How was it aged? And it's, um, so obviously it's aged, but it's the oohs and ahs when, like, when they showed, when they talked about it's the three things and it's one, and then he shows the software, and it's things like um, when they showed pinch to zoom. Yeah. I- and people were gasping. And 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 yes, we forget. You forget so quickly how <laughs> radical that all was. People were literally going, "Oh wow!" Like one wow. of these I... one of these patents issues was a grid of icons to display the apps, and you think, "Well, hang on a sec, everyone's doing that," but you forget that no, that we didn't really have that before. It showed slide to unlock three times. Look, yeah, I just slide, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." You, you, <laughs> and it's it's quick. it's a different generation because at the time we all had. Um, probably like Sony Ericsson's and, and Nokia's. They, we and... had occasional feature phones, but that was kind of it, really, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and these guys came along and it was like, boom. Yep. Well, anyway, that's all done. So that's nice and settled away. Um, Apple's announced um, it's going to be rebuilding uh, maps um, in, in its entirety. And basically, they've come out and admitted that it really wasn't a very good release. They They kind of... <laughs> fundamentally they knew they needed a mapping solution because it was going to be central to all of their services but how it turned out was really substandard and you know they they're only telling us what we really know um and that they want to correct that by doing a new new 
ground up build. Yeah. And even though they said they were doing their own maps, we're still really relying on like TomTom and, and other places. So, so although it was branded Apple Maps, we're paying a lot of licensing fees to TomTom. So as soon as they said, this this kind of came out last week, and I have, as you've already slagged me off about it, I have copied <laughs> in the most ridiculously wrong, long article. Um, so it was like, it's, it's, TechCrown's got the exclusive on it. Um, and it, I mean, I, you're, you don't use any Apple devices now. Um, so, no, not at the moment. Well, no, that's not true. Yeah. I, use, um, I use a MacBook Pro. Yeah, but you're not going to fire up Apple Maps. You I'm not. I mean? You're, you're, you're 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the only time I use it is when I've got the, the CarPlay on because until iOS 12 um, comes out, you, you can't use any third-party mapping service. And it's it, and, I'm, and I'm saying it sucks. It, it's good. But seeing you can put it to Google Maps, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah know, that, it's not accurate. That's kind of exactly where they were left with, right? It, it was always yeah. okay. It was better than everything other than Google Maps, but Google Maps was so far ahead of everything else. Yeah. yeah. And, and coupled with a city that doesn't work very well, it just, just becomes hard to hard to love. Um, so, yeah, this is a... a and, and so the, the two big things, doing a restart on it, um, and also they're doing everything themselves. Yeah, so, so they've got their own cars and planes on, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, and as I, I guess a couple of interesting takes on it are things like, um, so if they're owning all their own data, um, and there's a, it looks like they're they're doing as you say about the cars and planes, and it looks like they're investing a lot more in kind of three D modeling a mm-hmm. lot of that data. I don't think you're going to see anything this year, but all the rumors about AR glasses, and when you see some of the AR um, kit stuff that's coming on iOS twelve and multiple presence, and, and I, I definitely see a. I'm going to be what you you can walk walk around and you'll be able to see maps and which is our data and it's a lot richer than Google. Yeah, and that's that's all very well and good, but what they are saying is they're going to start in downtown San Francisco. I mean, talk about you know just your own backyard, and then it's going to stretch for the rest of the year just to wider Los Angeles. So it's it's not you know it's really they may be building this from the ground up, but they've got a long way to catch up. I mean, it, the Earth is a big okay, place when you want to do it on a, a you know on a granular level like that. Uh, and, and that's and I think this is the biggest problem because people, there's lots of people in California say Apple Maps is great, and I think yeah, yeah it's great because in your little it, zone, yeah, yeah, it was built there. They made sure it works there. They can demo it there. Yeah, all that's the where all the big buildings there. and stuff were modelled as well in there, wasn't it? Where they did the demos in in the yeah, and, and fair enough, they've got lots of big cities around the world, so they've got lots of things like flyover and even in Glasgow, and it looks looks impressive. But when you come down, I just want a reliable map service. Yeah. I want to be able to go into a car and go, I want to go here. Yeah, and it and it yeah, tells you it's up to date with all the latest roads. And that is to say that's not something oh, that's not something that's easy to keep up with, let alone catch up with. Yes. And also things like traffic. Google is and I I slagged it off for a while. I was like, why is it take why why would I go this way? And it's like, yeah, because it knows. Yeah, just it does <laughs> just know. It I am constantly amazed now by how accurate it just knows exactly where the slow moving traffic starts it knows where the stopped traffic starts and it and it does know how to get around it it's very clever very clever and and if you just if you just trust it which is hard see when you're like in a you're probably the same you, you'll know your area back your hand see when you're in the city and you, and you know the routes and you think you know the route to get home and it's telling you actually this is a mile longer and it'll take you half the time i ignored it the other day and in a one mile stretch of road i had to turn around in the end because it was right it was going to take me 20 minutes to, <laughs> to go for one. It was going to take you? me 20 minutes to drive one mile through just to my village. So it knew um, I should have, and, I should have listened the, straight away. And the own ways as well. So so ways is something I I never really liked because they kind of, it looked a bit comedy. Yeah, it, it was a bit, a bit cartoony, like, wasn't it? 
uh, one of the guys I work with just swears mm, by it. Just said it's so much. He he sees it so much better than Google Maps. Okay, and so he's, and that's all crowd sourced as well. I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So he's like when he's traveling around his, which he's around the kind of Gloucester, Bristol area. He he just swears by it. So it's just you know, and he, and he does say he swaps between it. And Apple is like, wait, and he's a, an absolute Mac Apple fanboy. And he's like, Apple is just it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Google is is really good. Waze is the best. Okay. And I can't um, comment one, on that because I don't use it. So. Um, and one little thing, just when we're talking iOS twelve, I have the public beta on my phone now. Ah, okay. Um, because the the pull of the emoji was too much, <laughs> and. Um, and, and and I must admit, it's been really stable for a beta. I've had no crashes. Okay. Um, it's working faster than iOS 11. Um, apps are launching quicker. The battery life is really good. So it's almost like they um, promised and they delivered this time. It's weird. Um, and as I said, the Memoji stuff is smart as hell. Um, I must make a Memoji of you and send it through to you. So maybe it will. Um, maybe it will be. <laughs> Release quicker than they expected. Then, if they're not having too many problems, nah, nah, it's, it's, no, it'll be it'll be when it September. Is. Yeah. It'll be September. Here's the new iPhones. By the way, iOS 12 comes out tomorrow. Samsung's been hit with some more reports of problems with their Galaxy S9 and Note 8. So people are reporting that it's been sending pictures to random messaging message like contacts. You could mess up. So I mean, I, like, how far have we got down to the... Is this just reports or is this actually now proven? No, no, no. no the, um, the, so so it was happening on T-Mobile and T-Mobile um, actually... You know, they're the one that actually said, this isn't a T-Mobile issue. Please contact Samsung oh, okay. about this. So it's a, a pucker, um, known issue. Um, and, and, and it seems to be sending um, random photos to random contacts. <laughs> no problems there. Exactly. <laughs> Which What's is, the worst which, that could happen? Exactly. It just seems really, um, I, I don't know, bizarre. It, that, that does sound so bizarre. Samsung, is it something to do with an app update that's been going on with the messaging, messaging client or something? Um, well, I don't know. There was there, there was some... T- so Samsung, I'm just looking through the... the so the, the, the latest was that Samsung are... We're aware of reports. Concerned customers are encouraged to contact us directly. Um, so that clearly there's the something. <laughs> exactly. And the fixes seem to be... Um, revoke Samsung's message ability to access your storage so it can't get to the photos library. <laughs> We've had a rogue programmer, it sounds like. That sounds, it yeah. does sound random. Because, I mean, when I first read the story, I was fully expecting them to say it's just a weird combination of touches that's just too easy to do on the screen in your pocket or something. But actually, no, it's the software seemingly has gone wrong uh, at some yeah. level. Yeah, um, I, I, did, I, did I did see somebody saying that Bixby's finally, <laughs> finally woke up and doing something. He's, he's, he's become self-aware. It's, a, it's just such a strange bug mm. that it would randomly start texting people random photos. And I mean, what somebody was saying, it was actually... You know, the entire his entire photo library was sent to a contact in the middle of the night. Mm. And he said there was no reference of it on my phone, but T-Mobile did have the reference in their logs to say that something was sent. Yeah. So, OK, that, I'm sure that will burn on because if, if the the outside of the tech media, if, if the everyday newspapers get hold of that, that, that could be interesting. Uh, yeah, especially with the whole like you know Facebook leak my data, yeah, exactly, and yeah, all yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, randomly because um, it, it it plays into the hands of all the people that say all this data is just uh, vulnerable and being used maliciously. Because there'll be you know there'll be people saying why you know is it code designed just to send your images you know 
to back to Samsung. So they all that will come out of the come out in the woodwork, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Google got a little bit of flack this week because it was like it, it got to the kind of main media that that you know Google allows apps to read your emails. Yes, which I was and it, like, no, it wasn't just apps reading emails; it was actual app developers and human yeah. beings. So it was more. It was just. It was effectively that where you give the permission for an application to read your messages, Google was yes. saying they couldn't guarantee that a human from that, that app developer hasn't read your messages because an application, once it's got the ability to read it, can store it and then someone can go and read it. That's that's the, effectively the permission that you give. And and I was going to add it and I thought, I, I've known this for years. Maybe it's just me. I just, we've known this for years and that's the, that's the, always a the hassle if you use a third party, you know. So if I use a third party mail service, it's a good chance that, and it tells you, it's like I'm going to, I'm going to grab your mails because I'm going to treat them differently. I guess the only issue is that there's, you know, as a, as a technology person, if someone asks you, the reassurance you give is, well, it's just computers reading it, uh, it's not real mm. people reading it. But actually, when you, you, it's very easy not to make the distinction between the main Google application and all of its integrations, and then a third oh, party true. that just asks for permission. And, oh, I want to use this new mail client. So, oh, I've just given it permission to look at all my Google. But surely that's still only algorithms looking at it. Well, it might not be, you know. And that distinction is quite hard to make. Good point, well made. EU copyright law. We did talk about this. Um, oh, it's probably a few months ago now. Um, but looks like we're going to reject it this is laws that put the responsibility of copyright onto the platforms so youtube would become responsible for any copyright infringements or you know in newspapers or whatever whatever each platform would be the one that was responsible um they gave it some snazzy term for offsetting copyright or something uh, and it was basically it caused a stink because the platform operators are saying we cannot possibly do this we just we just can't do it it's going to cripple it EU's still going ahead, but it looks like the UK might be rejecting that. Um, yeah, so so, and this is the one where it, a lot, so a lot of music artists are really keen for this. So it's got like you know Paul McCartney's and Annie Lennox and lots of musicians going. We need something, and um, because our music's getting used everywhere, and we're not getting the you know, and and what they're saying is it's not it's not us which are making like hundreds of millions of pounds every year. It's smaller artists that are getting ripped off that are. And they're they're using their that that was the argument. We're using their name to push this, and I I don't know. It, it, it was it, when you look at what the law was was basically asking websites to do. I mean, it, what they were talking about was doing some sort of you know automatic copyright system would be required. And they reckon the one that YouTube uses is costing sixty million a year. Yeah. So how do you have a little platform, does, and then how yeah. do you protect that um, from? And even when we t when I talk about a little platform, there's plenty of video platforms which aren't wouldn't be considered sizable, and they're not going to be making money. Most people don't make money, so asking them to now pay mm. out sixty million, um, which pretty much you know really only focuses down on UMG and all the big music industries anyway. So the, the only real ones that get all the copyright notices are the, are the big artists anyway from the big, from the big labels. Um, and they're the only ones that really, you know, truly complaining. I know all the artists are saying we're thinking about the small people, but really they're not. It's just big artist labels protecting their interests. Exactly. And and so there was lots of tech and, and I don't just mean that the big tech firms, it wasn't just like, you know, Google and Facebook and Apple and, you know, you know, Amazon saying this is going to be bad for us. There was lots of, you know, if you look at a lot of technology journalists, um, they were saying this is going to really kill innovation startups. You know, people will just be like, "Well, I can't, I can't do anything." Too, with this. too high a barrier to entry. Yeah, and I mean, so there was two bits to this. We've talked about the music. One, another one was some sort of they call it like a link tax, 
Um, so there was something which was under Article 11, and it was all about um, if you're a newspaper or, you've, or you're a news, uh, um, you know, a, a news site online, um, then there was some things for things like Google and Facebook. So that if you if they showed you material, they had to pay it, mm. had to pay for it. Um, and again, it was like how how, how do you do how, that for one, and how does that become sustainable? How does it how you does know it even work? And how do you then comment about? other articles mm. without then saying well i need to pay for it so i'm looking at things like the amount of sites that talk about you know what a daily mail or a guardian has said or a youtuber talking about you know how are you how are you going to oh, yeah it it's... gets it gets very messy and and yeah I, <laughs> additionally it, ta- it takes away creativity you know we there was all that argument around memes and could you recreate original source material as a meme and things like that and there's a whole massive argument went up and eventually they came down on the sensible side of well yeah you can as long as it's you know for a reason it's 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 kind of you know it just yeah it they could never find a solution to it then so they backed down but it seems like this is another thing that's gonna cause similar issues so yeah. anyway who knows what the outcome of all the brexit and negotiation and things like that but it sounds mm. like this is one thing they don't want to implement um ahead of time anyway I, well and also we've seen things you know whether we are whether we're in europe or not we've seen like gdpr coming in and it's had an impact around the whole Massive, world. Yeah. It's, it's forced forced people to, I guess, treat treat our data seriously. But also, there's been some really daft things coming out. Yeah, around of course, they have. Yeah, I've I've seen at least two websites I've tried to access, and it says you're from Europe. I can't. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. absolutely. And I think Instapaper's still down for for European news as well, which is which amazes mm. me. You know, it's just like I, that boggles my mind. Well, as much as anything, just... because it, what it says is that that company didn't do anything towards european users for two years i think they this was you know they had a two-year transitionary period and they didn't care much about it then um and also it kind of says to me well if you if you haven't been able to have your services turn on europe it means that you're doing something dodgy with data you know that exactly you know, that, that's so, kind so of the, the, the sniff i get of that no it does so i'm on instapaper just now instapaper is temporarily unavailable for users in europe mm-hmm. Um, it's unavailable for residents in Europe as we continue to make changes in light of GDPR, which came in in May 25th. Yeah, so it just sounds like we they've apologize. been doing some stuff that they cannot comply with it. And therefore, and when you read what GDPR is, if essentially it is transparency and letting the user define what they get their data used for. It's quite worrisome. Could be. I mean, that's certainly, you know, that's the, that's the stink in it. Anyway. I just, I didn't expect a site like that to, mm. to basically become unavailable for, you know, what, a couple of billion folk. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite, it's quite a sizable proportion. There you go. That's that's the news. That was everything we needed to talk about since last time. Um, I haven't got a pick. If you got a pick? Um, oh no, um, there's not. It's only there's only three quarters of a billion. I'm exaggerating. Oh my God, I know. Sorry, I told you a million a times. Don't exaggerate. I know it's the size of everything. The um... <laughs> size of populace. <laughs> Um, the only the only pick that I've got is that you. I think we should announce that you're a double race winner. Mm, yeah, I had a really good weekend in Zandvoort in Holland. It's easy for you. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> uh, it was like the the dream weekend. Pole position, two wins. I will take that. And uh, not only that, you got two cheesies. <laughs> I got two edams. Yeah, two massive <laughs> balls of edams. Which one of them is gone? You would be unsurprised to hear. Um, uh, as in eaten yeah, or hundred percent consumed. Must have, you know, there's a few calories in that ball, (laughs) (laughs) but it's gone, yeah. uh, And yeah, like, yeah, long may it continue. And now I think that puts me second in the championship now, so 
Let's hope the second half of the season goes well. Running tomorrow in the baking hot as well. So that's all continuing on nicely. Um, you up to anything interesting? Uh, no, I've got a week off work. I'm doing sod all. Lovely. Enjoy <laughs> the sun. If you, I, I will. If you, I will. If you, well, yeah. If you want to find out more about us, who we are, what we do, digitaloutbox.com is the website. Info at digitaloutbox.com is our email address. And we're on Twitter as digitaloutbox. I am on Twitter as CheesyUK. Racing blog is academyracer.co.uk. Running blog is cheesy.blog. Ian, where do we find you? I am getting about a bit now, and I'm putting it out there. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not the start. You're 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 almost um, prolific. The um, <laughs> <laughs> the blog is indeed on it. Twitter is people, and see for the next time we pod, I will have other sites to talk. Lovely. About. We'll have yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Drum roll. I'm sure people are waiting on tenterhooks. So. Uh, yeah let's do this right thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you again soon ta-ra ta-ra a whole ball in a week yeah yeah pretty impressive right How, what, what what weight is that is that like a kilo or something like that? I don't know. i'd like to say they were smaller than they looked in the picture but actually no they're pretty big they looked like big balls <laughs> they were <laughs> two big balls <laughs>